Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to a brand new best of I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. This is a shit talker's delight. Okay, this is the best of the Willie Hutches. Okay, Willie Hutch is a soul singer from the 70s that me and G. Moody grew up loving. Okay, you should check him out for yourself. Okay? And when we put on that good, sweet Willie Hutch music, you know we are going to tear into somebody. So this is the best of Willie Hutch shit-talking, Willie Hutch rants from the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, Volume 1. Sit back, listen, reimagine re-edited the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Best of Willie Hutch This piece of shit that ran over the people in Charlottesville Oh man 20 years old Some woman said oh a young man without father is more susceptible to radicalization What the f- Come on man well, You know what He gonna have a father in there He gonna have a whole bunch of people he could call daddy now They gonna gape his ass Let me get that Willie Hutch <laughs> I don't know your name. I don't want to know your name, Duke. I'm going to tell you something. You think those those white fucking Aryan motherfuckers in there, they don't like to fuck? Mm, word. You going to be a hoe. You're 20? A hoe in jail. You didn't have a father? Fuck you, Duke. You're going to have all kind of... They're going to pass you around real nice. At first, they're going to make you feel like you're a hero. And then one day, Billy Joe's going to say, yo... Go grab that uh, Wonder Bread bag over there. He's going to say, you, oh, you want some slices? He said, no, go get the bag. He's going to be confused. That's a favor. 
bring that bag over here, kid. Yeah. And you say, well, while you're over there, give me that olive oil. <laughs> you don't have a father. Right. So I'm a bad, I'm a run into motherfuckers. Come on. No, we're going to run, we're going to run into you. Dude. Yeah. Well. We running into you. And when I'm done with you, all the boys going to get some. That's right. All those little Aryan nation motherfuckers. They're going to have it real nice. Yep. You and a when martyr. You, when you pass out in your cell and you wake up with a Wonder Bread bag hanging out your ass, you should just thank them for practicing safe sex. Word. Man, that was well put, bro. I am Rappaport Podcast. Vin Scully, the, the 90-year-old former retired Dodgers broadcaster. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me get that Willie for this old motherfucker. Yeah, tell him, man. Let me get that Willie Miles. Cue it up. Mm, you hear it. Yes. Vin Scully said, uh, I'm really sad and disappointed. I used to love during the fall and winter to watch the NFL on Sunday. And it's not that I'm some great patriot. I was in the Navy for a year. Why was you only in the Navy for a year, Duke? Word. I don't give a fuck that you 90, you old piece of shit. <laughs> now you don't want to watch any more NFL games because of the social issues and, right. and the kneeling and all that shit. But you sitting there holding Jackie Robinson's loaf. Mm. You're Mr. Dodgers. Fuck you. Nobody yeah. wants you to watch the games anymore, Duke. Word. You out of touch, Duke. Jackie Dick Robinson Ro- said himself. See, it's easy to sentimentalize these dudes and this time... 40 years later, Jackie Robinson said himself. Kick it. About the flag. He doesn't rock with the flag. He doesn't feel comfortable with the flag because he knows what he went through. Right. Imagine what he went through. And you dick riding Jackie like that. You dick riding Jackie like that. But when it's happening in front of you, you don't want to watch the games. Right. Fuck you, Vinny. Yeah. Jackie said the same thing. Jackie Robinson said the same thing. In 1972. They treated yep. Jackie Robinson like an animal. Word. And now he's a he's a national treasure, a national hero, and all that stuff. We, so this, these people don't want sports and politics. Well, without sports and politics, you wouldn't have Jackie Robinson. You wouldn't have Joe Lewis versus Max Schmeling. You wouldn't have Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jim Brown, Sandy Koufax. Right. And the right. great Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali would be just another talented fighter if it wasn't for sports and politics. Change is hard, Vin. You old right. piece of shit, you. Yeah. Like when they got to change your diapers, Duke. You think the lady doesn't have a problem doing that shit? <laughs> you think your nurse doesn't have a problem changing your diapers, Duke? Change is hard, whether you're changing cars, changing schools, changing flights at the airport. Change is hard. The Dust Brothers, Jordan Winter and Miles Davis, um, hit me up and they said that Dan Lebetard's little flunky, his fuckboy flunky, <laughs> Stu Gotts, um, apparently he coaches his daughter, his eighth grade daughter's lacrosse team down in Florida. And apparently there was an incident with Stu Gotts yelling at one of the opponents of his eighth grade daughter. He's yelling at an eighth grade girl, girls lacrosse. Oh. But he went on there and he was 
talking about this incident, laughing about making an eighth grade girl cry and threatening to make other people cry. All the while, Dan Lebetard was giggling and laughing and egging him on. <laughs> Let me get that Willie Hutch shit. Oh, man. Tell you something, John Wayne, corny motherfucker. Laughing won't make your motherfucking lips come back, Duke. Laughing don't make what you're saying funny at all, Duke. You're laughing at your own shit. You're not fooling me. And you're not fooling Shaq Diesel. And nobody is laughing with you. I ain't laughing with you. G Monetti ain't laughing with you. Hell no. And Willie Hutch ain't laughing with you. Corny ass motherfucker. Let me tell you something. My niece and my nephew play lacrosse. If I find out you ever talk sideways to them or you even make eye contact at them, aside from scaring them with your fucked up face and the fact that you got no lips, I'm flying down to Florida. I'm going to show up at the studio. I'm going to unfold that good Wonder Bread bag. I'm going to bring down some virgin olive oil straight from Tuscany. Mmm. And I'm going to lay you down real proper. I'm going to put the whole thing up on the gram. Bitch-ass motherfucker. You're proud about making an eighth grade girl cry and you're talking shit about that on the radio, fuck boy? Yeah. That's the joke. That's the joke? And chubby-ass Dan Lebetard is in the back egging you on and laughing with you? <laughs> Cut that, Willie. There was a screening that fans paid money for of a film I like. I didn't love it. Wag the Dog. People consider it a classic. It was definitely a political satire starring Mr. Robert De Niro, Mr. Dustin Hoffman, directed by Mr. Barry Levinson, amongst others. The Tribeca Film Festival had the screening. People paid money to come to the screening. And then after the screening, the great De Niro, the great Dustin Hoffman, the great Barry Levinson, amongst others, from the film, were going to come out on stage and have a discussion about the film. Right. People paid for this. The discussion was going to be moderated by that Harry Potter-looking motherfucker, John Oliver, who I like. I like his, uh, his commentary on yeah. the world and on Trump and all that shit. But you pulled some sucker shit. Mm. Now, I talked about this online. I got the hipster fuckboys coming at me. Oh, hell yeah. The political correct police saying, how could you say this? You're defending. You're, you're all this bullshit. Oh, yeah. Fuck out of here, man. Now, here's what I know. Before the screening started, John Oliver was backstage with Mr. De Niro, Mr. Hoffman, Mr. Levinson. There was exchanges made. Oh, just like hobnobbing around, jocking these motherfuckers. I'm a fan of yours. Who knows? I don't yeah. know what they said, but I know that they were in front of each other, and nothing was brought up about right. uh, uh, sexual harassment allegations, none of that. Right. Soon as they get on stage, when people paid money to come and see a conversation about the movie. Right. Yo, get that motherfucking Willie Hutch shit. You know, Willie Hutch. You hear that, Willie? John Oliver. Harry Potter glasses looking motherfucker. 
I think them glasses are a prop, Duke. I don't think you need them glasses. I think they go good with the whole British nerd thing. Duke, where your papers at? You ain't even from here. Mm-hmm. You're getting too motherfucking comfortable, Duke. You up there with the great Dustin Hoffman and Bob D. Dustin Hoffman is 80. First of all, when you see him, you speak to him. You say, Mr. Hoffman, Duke. An elder. That's how you try. I don't know where you're from. Right. I don't know where, where you're from. I don't know you. But where I come from, elders, you treat them with that respect. And you let the elders say, please call me Dustin. You ain't on a first name basis with this motherfucker. That's you what getting, you did? You getting too comfortable, Duke. And then John Oliver kept going. And then John Oliver said, why, well, I, I need to ask you this. I have to ask uh, you this. Money, what, what, what are you, a cop? You a fucking cop? And you, you, somebody anointed you a fuck to be the cop? To be the fucking, what? Is you a cop, B? You a motherfucking cop, Duke? That's not your place. I smell him. Is you a motherfucking cop? <laughs> That's not your place. You on stage asking him about this, and you say you had to do it. Why didn't you ask Mr. Hoffman these questions face-to-face backstage since you had to do it? Right. Since you were so compelled to do it? Since you were so bothered and disturbed by it? Or why didn't you just pull out from doing it since you're so bothered and disturbed right. by it? Right, right. Once you knew he was down, why you ain't pull out? Yeah, it since was you're, so bad. Since you're so morally right. correct. Fuck out of here, yo. Fuck out of here, John Oliver. You try to play that sucker shit. So then this online site, The Root, look it up, wrote a whole expose how I made comments about the queen, Janet Jackson, who hasn't been popping musically in years. Oh, well, she did a song with J. Cole. That don't mean it was a dope song. (laughs) She's still selling out arenas. Of course she's selling out arenas. She's Janet Jackson. She's an icon. She's a star. She's fantastic. I ain't got nothing against Janet Jackson. Nothing but love. They wrote a whole long thing. This dude is talking all kinds of fancy words and pseudo this. And Michael Rappaport culture appropriation. And this, that, and the other. And he hasn't worked. And blah, 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 blah. Miles Jordan. Cue that motherfucking Willie Hutch. Yes. You didn't know this was coming, Moody, but it's here. Mm-hmm. The Root, who blocked me on Twitter. You're talking shit. You're writing exposés. I think this is your third expose about me, Mr. White Folks. Me, White Mike. You blocked me on Twitter. I had a whole bunch of women that work at The Root. I don't even know what kind of paying job that is, but they're real proud that they work at the motherfucking Root. Coming for me the next day talking all kinds of sideways shit. How dare you come for the queen? This, that, and the other time. And I say this to you. Every single one of you clowns that work at the root that was trying to talk out of pocket, trying to talk greasy to me, you wasted all your time and money on college loans and you're working at the motherfucking root? A motherfucking TMZ rag that veils itself it's a revolutionary publication the shit's whack alright you got people writing about Janet Jackson tweets and you call yourself a real online publication shit's whack that's what you stayed up for late studying for in college that's why you're neck deep 
college loans to work at the motherfucking root when you know if you had a better opportunity, you'd walk the fuck out of there. People at the root, you got your wig slanted, talking sideways, talking all sideways out the side of your mouth. You're talking shit to me, but your motherfucking wig. He downplays it. Why? Because his audience. Oh, these, these the stoolies. The fucking stoolies. Why? They wouldn't, they wouldn't like Jew, Jewish yeah, they, people? they'd have a problem with it? No. Soulless Jew. And his father is on my dick. Oh. His pops is on my dick. He's, he said it many times. Yeah. I'm a big fan of your work. Fan of you would justify them. You on my dick. And his father was talking shit, tweeting like, oh, I, I was a fan of some things Michael Rappaport was in. Oh, uh, but I'm not a fan of him in real life. Matter of fact, yo, fuck all this shit. This motherfucker, oh, I fired you and all that shit. We took over your motherfucking account. I came out on the Barstool account, chest naked. Took that shit over. Took the fucking account over. We hacked that shit. <laughs> chest naked. Chest naked. Miles, yo, I'm, I'm going to line these motherfuckers up one by one. Look at that motherfucking Willie Hutch. <laughs> oh, let me hear it. Let's let it rock for a minute. They don't know what the fuck is going on. No, 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 no. You sent your little fucking stooly, no-life, nerd-ass motherfuckers into our I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast account. To give us bad reviews, we're the motherfucking five-star generals. We have t-shirts that says five-star podcast. I don't give a fuck if we're one star, no star, or two stars. You can fuck with the ratings all you want. Nobody fucking reads ratings for a podcast. You hear, is it fire? And it's not fire. And you listen. I've never listened to a review. People don't go to, oh, I'm going to look at some reviews of podcasts. Can't do us none. Every single thing that you have on Barstool isn't as good as the I Am Rappaport Stereo Pocket. Part of my take ain't as good. No disrespect to my guys out in the heartland. I fuck with you, but you can't rock with us. All your motherfucking dad and me, your hockey shit, your chiclets, your motherfucking laces up. None of that shit is good. Funnier, we're realer, music is better, theme song is better. I'm better, we rant better, we kick it realer, better co-host, better production, better sound, better everything. Not one motherfucking thing. I don't give a fuck that part of my take is number one. These motherfuckers beg these stoolies to subscribe and unsubscribe to get their ratings up. Subscribe, unsubscribe. Fuck your ratings. That's like motherfucking TV dinners. Your podcast is a motherfucking TV dinner. You're not going out to eat at a Michelin star-rated motherfucking restaurant listening to that bullshit. Without your guests, you ain't shit. You can't even do an episode without your guests. The biggest thing that happened to Barstool last year was the cancelization of their fucking ESPN show. And I'm glad. Motherfucker was crying. Tears coming out of his face when his show was canceled. Let me listen to that Willie Hunt. Damn. And they were like, we'll be back. You ain't gonna be back. Your show ain't getting picked up. You got canceled months ago. You thought you were alive and kicking, and it was like you became folk heroes. Where the show at, Duke? 
How come no one came for you, Duke? You ain't on Viceland, Duke. You ain't on HBO, Duke. You ain't on Showtime, Duke. Nobody's coming for that barstool van talk bullshit. You motherfucking won and done like Lonzo Ball. You did one show, they canceled your shit. Plus, Barstool, you talk all this shit, you went right into the frat houses all across this country for this tailgate show. We're going to go to the moon. We're going to do this. We're going to change the way people watch college football. You went to this city. You went to that city. Right into your core fan base. Did a bullshit tailgate show. Shit got shut down. You said that you mutually agree. You didn't mutually agree to shit. Nobody was watching that shit. And you were there with your biggest fucking fan. This 40-year-old bleached asshole motherfucker mm. hanging out in frat houses. This ain't old school. You ain't Will Farrell, Duke. You ain't Luke Wilson. This ain't Animal House, Duke. You ain't John Belushi. You about old, as old as that motherfucker, though. You 40 <laughs> hanging out at frat houses. Yeah. You get no ass. I don't give a fuck how many hair plugs you get. You should get arrested for, for being at a fucking frat house You're at 40, 40 years old. You old hanging out at the frat house. You went right into the frat houses. And McAfee was the best thing on that show. You're whack. You're whack. He goes on late night shows because Peter Chernin runs Barstool. And, oh, people will watch. Your shit don't translate. You don't go viral. You're not that dude. You got these little 20-year-old kids telling you you dope. You're not dope. Yeah, 17, 18-year-old cornballs in the motherfucking house on the ham radio. You're not that dude. You went on Seth Meyers with that bullshit pizza review shit. Nobody cared. That's that's what they do? That bullshit pizza review shit. This guy's like talking about he's Mr. Boston. He's not from the city of Boston. This barstool smitty motherfucker, he's not from the city of Philadelphia. You got people representing the cities they're not even from. David Rappaport, Michael Rappaport, two on two, Dave Portnoy, and Mike Portnoy. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Two on two. My father's 84 years old with a bad foot. I played for $500,000. Two on two. Get your pops. I got my pops. I'll bust your ass. I will punch your father's shit too. When he goes up, I'm going to block his shot. <laughs> Common man, you ain't no fucking common man. You're a fucking, fucking soulless Jewish twerp. Don't speak up on anything. You don't take stands on anything because you're a money grubbing slut mouth. Now, I just want to start it off like this Miles, Jordan, give me that Willie Hutch. There it is. You know when that Willie comes in, something good's about to happen. Somebody done did something. <laughs> so the other day, I had been coming home from a day of work on uh, uh, the show Atypical. We're shooting season two right now. I had been working hard all day. And I, and I go online, and the flares had been shot up in the air. A lot of people say, yo, rap, yo, rap, you got to see this, you got to see this. It turns out some little 21-year-old buck-tooth funny-faced rapping kid named Little Zan. And I think his name is a little, little Zan, short for Little Xanax. I'm not sure. We don't fact-check. Why would I fact-check? This little fuck, this little yeah. buck-tooth rabbit-faced Tom and Jerry-looking motherfucker came out 
and said some real dumb shit. This little tattooed face, no talent. Okay, the only reason why money people know him is because he's like funny face and he got tattoos on his grill. I don't care that you're 21. That's the first thing I want to say before I go in on money as you hear that Willie Hutch. I don't care that you're 21. And like, oh, yeah. these are kids, Mike Rap. You are old man. Yo, first of all, I'm not old. Second yeah. of all, just because you're 21 and I'm 47 doesn't mean that your opinion is better than mine. If anything, the youngsters need to listen to the older people. That's what I said. We don't acquiesce to them. Yo, you acquiesced to some fucking guy named Little Zan? Your yeah, name is Little, little fucking Zan? The little fucking junkies. That's all they are. They, they're the millennials. These, these pill poppers and all these uh, Percocet. These, these are the uh, this generation's junkies. These are fucking junkies, man. Go ahead. Little Zan? And they're like, little junkie. He, he came out and said that Tupac's music isn't interesting. It wasn't interesting. It's boring music. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Whether you're a Tupac fan or not, one thing you can never say about Tupac is his music wasn't boring. He changed oh. his shit, many styles, and all that. So, so the last fucking adjective, verb, or adverb you could ever call Tupac is boring. Uh, hell yeah. Is Tupac a, a great representation of hip-hop? Absolutely. He, you can play him anywhere in the world. And hear that music and be like, yo, that's hip-hop music. I'm that's tired of these little dumb motherfuckers being proud of being dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. 21. He's a man. Get get in this motherfucker. Get in his ass. I'm in yo, his Bruno. fucking ass, man. This little puppy water shooting motherfucker. You're not skeeting. You don't break dance. You don't do graffiti. You ain't rhyming. You ain't DJ. You have no, none, not one of the elements that Nothing. you could even consider calling yourself that has anything to do about hip-hop. Your opinion is invalid. Some people say, yeah. well, that's his opinion. He's entitled to his opinion. Yes, he that's is. true. And I'm entitled to my opinion about his dumb fucking opinion. You hear that? Word. You can have your opinion, and then the bullies come in and bully you, and we we tell you that your opinion is stupid. You're right, right. That, you, that, that what you say means nothing. Talk about Tupac's music is uninteresting. It's boring. What the fuck is you talking about? Right. I don't give a fuck how many Instagram followers you have. I don't give a fuck that you did shows in Berlin. I don't give a fuck that you have little chains that spin yeah. around. They have slow jams about taking drugs, about sipping syrup. That's like a slow jam to them. Yeah, cough syrup is, is, is their dream. Uh, drinking uh, untold amounts of cough syrup. Money, your opinion is null and void. You don't know what the Word. fuck you talking about. You don't Word. know what the fuck you talking about. I'm tired of these dudes. Like, they take pride. Yo, I never, I never listened to a Biggie record. Yo, I never listened to a Wu-Tang record. And the fact that you you have the balls. Right. And that you're so dumb that you think you could get away and say that is, is astonishing to me. That's like Derek Jeter saying some crazy shit like, oh, I, I never heard of Babe Ruth. I, I never. Right. You sound dumb. Why is yeah. this acceptable in hip hop? I don't give a fuck if I'm 48, 98. Like trying to like, right. oh, you, you these are the kids. That don't make them dope. Yo, none of that shit that's coming from these pill popping face tattoos. They like, yo, they, they can't break dance. They can't rhyme. They're like, yo, I got a face tattoo. That makes you hip hop. You're not hip hop, Duke. 
Yo. You're gonna regret that fucking scribble scrabble. You need to find the tattoo artist that did that dumb shit to your grill and sue him. The word. Cause you look fucking well, yeah. crazy, Duke. <laughs> Little Zan. The fuck out of here. I'm tired of these motherfuckers doing this shit, man. Yeah. You're not gonna diss the art form and get away with it. Now you're not gonna do it because I'm gonna go on my Instagram and I'm pissing on you. I don't give a fuck how old you are and how old Word. I am. Oh, he's a kid. Then have he needs respect. to be told. You stupid. Have dude. respect. Have respect for the elders who created this music. We like even Tupac is our contemporary, whatever he's our age. But yo, you're not gonna diss the great. Sorry. <laughs> I am Rappaport Podcast. This corny cluckhead motherfucker. This this glass dick pipe. Smoking motherfucker sent a tweet out saying, that's cool, man. You can make fun of AA, mental health, whatever helps you sleep at night. I'm doing what I have to do not to be an asshole anymore. You should try it. Life's better on this side. This side, motherfucker, is you high right now? (laughs) You're not the face of the mental health community. The mental health community doesn't want you speaking on their behalf. It's called AA. I didn't mention AA. Alcoholics Anonymous. You broke the first motherfucking code. Supposed to be mm. anonymous, motherfucker. When was the last time you was at a motherfucking meeting? You shouldn't have been posting pictures with my face on it trying to defame me since you're trying to move forward in your life. Word. Since you're on Good Morning America saying, I'm trying to move forward. I'm a better person. You ain't a better person, Duke. You're trying to pop shit to me, the gringo man, Dingo? You corny motherfucker. You're on Good Morning America enunciating all your words. That ain't going to get you in the league. That ain't going to get you in the league, slowpoke, you fucking midget. This ain't Rudy, motherfucker. You ain't getting carried off the field. The next time you getting carried, it'll be out of a club in Vegas, motherfucker, in another blackout episode. Miles Jordan. Give me that Willie Hutch. God damn oh. Give me that motherfucking will. Oh, I just got started, G. I didn't even start the music. Drag him into the synagogue. I'm in there with you. You hear that, Willie? Let that Willie play. You cluckhead. I'm going to share with only the listeners of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. A lot of people asked me, oh, what's a cluckhead? Cluckhead <laughs> is a motherfucking crackhead. You ever see Jungle Fever? Samuel Jackson? Like Gator? That's what this motherfucker is. A motherfucking crackhead. Motherfucker uh-huh. loves that meow meow. Them black beauties. Them study buddies. That sniff, that sneeze, that nose can. The neighborhood clucker. Johnny Fuckup loves that orange crush, that Tina, them beans, that motherfucking clarity. This is the poster child of all things sports. They love a little shit-talking white boy with his little bullshit. You know his little money sign? Yeah, I saw that. None of that shit is original. I'm going to tell you something right now, Johnny Jerkoff. I'm going to tell you something right now. Now, 12-step Johnny, you ain't getting back into the NFL. You played yourself, Duke. I'm a motherfucking (laughs) professional shit talker. You're on Twitter talking shit to me when you should be doing charity work with no motherfucking cameras around. You're talking shit on Saturday and Sunday. You know what Saturday are for, motherfucker? 
Saturday is for the 12-step meetings, not for Twitter. If you was trying to turn your motherfucking life around, you cluckhead-ass motherfucker, you. You wouldn't even have a Twitter account. Word. It's fucking talking to Diane Sawyer. Uh, fucking, uh, oh, good morning. What the fuck, man? Stop fucking with us, man. You talking all kinds of shit to me? The MVP of talking trash? Tom Coughlin ain't fucking with you, Duke. Bill Belichick ain't fucking with you, Duke. I'm letting you know the Raiders, Gruden, they not fucking with you. The Giants, the Jets, none of them are fucking with you. You ain't NFL ready. To quote Word. the great Tiffany Haddish, uh, he ain't ready. Uh-huh. Oh, he ain't ready. Jet- you ain't ready. You on Twitter trying to pop shit to me. Then this corny motherfucker. That's right. And the Jets, we need a quarterback. And you ain't fast. Dude, they gassed you. you can't not have, fast, can you imagine man? this pill-popping motherfucker in New York City? This motherfucker will be under a table somewhere sniffing vacuum cleaner. You can't have He'd this be motherfucker in, Hunts Point. in New York. He'd be in Hunts Point selling his ass. You have, yo, you bring back prostitution to Hunts Point. We're trying to gentrify Hunts Point. We don't need former Heisman trophies up there selling their ass. Oh, man. This motherfucker talking about, you could come polish my Heisman. Duke, you ain't got the motherfucking Heisman no more. You smoked the motherfucking Heisman. Word. To all the, the Uber drivers out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, I love this. Let's okay. do it. I think I might have talked about this once before, but it's happened again. Willie Hutch, these motherfuckers. Miles, put that record on. <laughs> Yo, w- when I get in your Uber, especially at five in the morning, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you've been through. Word. I don't give a fuck how your night has been. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't give a fuck what your wife did to you. I don't give a fuck what your family's doing. I, yo, don't don't speak to me, Duke. Mm. Don't say a motherfucking word to me. You get in these cars with these Uber drivers. They think we're on a blind date. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not on a blind date, Duke. This is this is a business relationship at best. Yeah. This is a business relationship. I gotta get to the airport, Duke. My flight is at 6.15 a.m. I got no sleep. Don't say shit to me, money. Mm. And make sure your breath smells good when a motherfucker gets in the car. Yo, if you're a cab driver, if you're in any kind of service business, you think when I'm on the sidelines for the big three doing my Howard Cole sell shit, I don't spray my mouth with a little binaca before I sit there and talk to (laughs) Allen Iverson, Dr. (laughs) J, and Brian Scalabrini. You don't think I check my mouth? Yeah, but knock a blast. I got these Uber drivers talking to me about their life and times. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't give a fuck about the life and times. You you got your car smelling like straight brute. Yo, just just have a neutral smell. They, they put all this Israeli perfume and cologne in the car. And all this crit. Yo, nobody. English leather. Yo, yo, Duke, Duke, Duke. When I get in the car... Don't say nothing to me. I'm good. If I need yeah. something, I'm going to ask you. If I need a charger, I'm going to ask you. If I got a problem, I'm going to say something to you. Other than that, you on a need-to-know basis, Duke. Don't ask me nothing. With, right. Why am I going to San Francisco? Yo, mind your business, Duke. Yeah. Where yeah. am I flying to? Yo, my man, 
fuck? What are you, a cop? Yeah. You writing a motherfucking book, Duke? We're not getting into all that. Don't yeah. worry about, oh, why I don't have any bags? I'm on a business trip, Duke. And, don't and, worry and, about, and, am, am, am I in first? My man, just drop me off at the airport. My friend, drop me off down the block, motherfuckers. I don't even want yeah. you to know where the fuck I'm going. You, you, you making me uncomfortable. You writing a fucking book? Yeah, I had that same shit, man. And I want to be part of this Willie Hutch shit. Get it. Listen, man. Listen. Don't talk to me. Your job is to drive. They always try to fucking give you extra conversation. Mm. Shut the fuck up and drive the car, B. Always. Oh, like you said. Oh, where are you going? Uh, you you uh, see where I, I'm I going, got, Duke. You got the address in your phone. You know where the fuck I'm going. Other than that, it's, a, it's, it's an address. You don't need to know why I'm going there. Yeah. You trying like you you trying to come on to me? You trying, trying to fuck to, like, Duke? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck is you doing, Duke? Is you trying to fuck me? <laughs> We're not doing drive. all that. Kanye West. Everybody's up to speed on on where we're at. This motherfucker's uh, talking about Trump is his brother and this, that, and the other thing. And I really don't care if somebody is a Republican. I, I don't care. I think it's extremely detrimental to say, oh, these people, these Republicans, yeah. they all think uh, and stand for one thing. And and these people, uh, these Democrats, they think and stand for another thing. I don't care if somebody's a Republican. Okay. Yeah. Everybody knows how I feel about Donald Trump. It's it's been well documented. Matter of fact, yo, Miles Jordan, yo, give me that motherfucking Willie Hutch, man. You on the internet? You on Twitter? Talking some way out there, extra scientific shit like you kicking knowledge, Duke. You're not kicking knowledge, Duke. You talking like you more elevated than the rest of the world. You talking down to motherfuckers like you got some shit figured out that we don't. That's what I have a problem with. You you're not kicking knowledge, Duke. You're just a motherfucking weirdo. You're not better than anyone. You don't have more shit figured out than anyone. You're not Jesus. You're not Jesus, homeboy. You're just a nerd motherfucker from Chicago, self-proclaimed nerd motherfucker from Chicago with some talent. You made a couple of dope records. You ain't Stevie Wonder, Duke. Yeah, Stevie play all instruments. You're not Stevie Wonder, Duke. <laughs> you're not Stevie Wonder, Duke. You're talking all this shit like you got it all figured out and we're supposed to, to ebb and flow on you everywhere. Get the fuck out of here, cornball. Oh. Weirdo. Oh. <laughs> you fucking weirdo, skirt wearing cornball, bleach blonde head motherfucker. And I haven't been this vicious before, but the thing that I was I was thinking about, I went I went back to this one tweet that he tweeted, and we talked about it on the podcast. What happened? And I called Uncle. I called big the big homie Snoop Dogg about Ooh. this today, and I FaceTimed him, and we were talking this shit, and I was like, yo, I was thinking about this tweet that this goofball said. He said. I was the first one wearing skinny jeans before everyone else. Oh, and I remember yeah. talking about yeah. it, and I remember thinking, yo, dude, yeah. you saying yeah. that shit like it's something to be proud of. Yeah, he was 38 at the time. But it's but it's not about the jeans. The skinny jeans are just a symbol of yeah. where we're at with this hip-hop. The skinny jeans are just an extension of the ego of this motherfucker. So he thinks, yo, if I endorse Trump and I rock a red Make America Great hat, 
I could sway everybody else. You're not swaying everybody else, Duke. Yep. All this he- fame shit, all this Jesus God complex shit. Yo, do the math since you're so fucking smart. Do the math since you're so fucking smart. Look at uh, Billy Holiday. Look at Miles Davis. Look at all the, the jazz stars before you. Look at Jimi Hendrix. Look at Prince. Look at Michael Jackson. Look at Britney Spears. You on that Britney Spears shit, Duke. You on that motherfucker. You're going to go crazy shit. You're going to have somebody control your whole shit when this is all over if you don't get some help. You not all that. I just want to go back for a second because when Magic Johnson took the job, there was a whole bunch of shit talkers out there. There was a whole bunch of people, namely Dan fucking Lebitard. He was the leader of the pack saying whether or not Magic Johnson was qualified to run the Lakers, Magic just win Johnson. Motherfucking Miles Jordan. Let me get that Willie Hutch. Dick Stain Dan Lebitard, you was talking shit days after the great Magic Johnson. He changed basketball, Magic Johnson. Before Magic Johnson played, six foot nine dudes were not dribbling the ball up the court. Magic Johnson is the reason why LeBron James is LeBron James. Magic Johnson is the same size as LeBron James. Sands all the muscles and steroids. I didn't say that. Magic Johnson changed the game. He won rings and things. What the fuck have you ever done? Is Magic Johnson qualified to run the Lakers? You bet against Magic Johnson, you dumb fuck you. You hear that, Willie Hutz? Let it rock, Miles. You got your fault on TV every single day, and you're still asking whether or not Magic Johnson is qualified. Your pops, Poppy, has never been qualified to be on TV. Your show is on at 3.30 during the middle of the day. Yes, it does good ratings because no fucking body watches TV. At 3.30 during the middle of the day, your pops ain't shit. Your hot takes ain't shit. Your predictions ain't shit. And Magic Johnson just took a shit on your head. And you know who got the shit bags to clean it up? You know who's got to bend over and he's already got a fucked up back? Your father. Your father, Poppy, is picking up the dog shit that Magic Johnson just sprinkled around your entire studio. Your man, Stu Gotts, ain't shit. And your whole crew ain't shit. You question whether or not Magic Johnson would pull it off for the Los Angeles Lakers? This ain't Miami, you ski head. He runs this fucking town. He caught the monster in this town. Magic Johnson caught the monster in this town, and he beat it in this town. Nobody reigns over Magic Johnson in Los Angeles. Don't ever forget it. Yes, there's young stickmen. Yes, there's young stars, Michael B. Jordan, Liam Hemsworth. They come and they go. 
Magic Johnson has buildings in this town. Magic Johnson is Los Angeles. He caught the monster. And he still reigns supreme. And you asking whether or not he's qualified to run the Lakers. Fire yourself and fire your old ass father. You were never qualified to be on TV. You were never qualified to make hires, motherfucker. You hired your father. Asking whether or not Magic Johnson would get it done. He got it done. Cut that good willy. All right, yo. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. That was the best of the Willie Hutching beatdowns, the verbal bashing, the shit talking of all shit talking. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Next week, we will be back with three bangers back to back to back. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, take us out of here with something nice, something real proper, something lovely for the people.